You're listening to the 90-10 rule, 90% business, 10% music. On this episode, we dig back in the crates a little to the end of last year, when we were part of the Writing Sessions of America conference with our homie Kevin Shine. For this interview, we sit down with two, one half of the super producer team, the interns. He talks to us about building and grinding with your team of accessible people, as opposed to finding your nearest celebrity and asking for a handout. All of the music in today's show is from the mixtape Every Day is Valentine's Day, entirely produced by the interns and featuring some of today's biggest artists. You can download the mixtape for free at livemixtapes.com or click the link in our show notes. Gentlemen, we are still recording on location here at Writing Sessions of America, ATL. My name is Kevin Davis, and I got Brian Jennings with me, as always. And uh, here in the studio today recording, I got my man, too, of the interns. What up, bro? What's good, fellas? How you feel, man? Man, very well, very well indeed. So, yo, matter of fact, let's just go on and, and dive into it, man. If you would, uh, talk a little bit about, just to kind of catch the people up as to who you are and uh, why they need to know, man. You one of the people that you need to know. Cool, cool, cool. Well, first of all, they need to know that um, I'm a professional, um, you know, tap dancer. Um, you can check me out on Craigslist. I'm all about the MILFs, you know, <laughs> of Beverly Hills. Um, but no, seriously, man, um, 
two, one half of the production duo, the interns uh, from Chicago. Uh, you may be familiar with a couple of our records. Uh, we had a huge record last year, Anaconda. We co-produced that with Polo to Don. Um, we did... Um, Ass, 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 Big Sean, Rihanna Birthday Cake, um, some Justin Bieber records, Marsha Ambrosia, John Legend, Made the Love, you know, he was on that bad boy in the last LP, so, you know, been a good thing, been a good ride, been a good thing, you know, sold a couple of records, able to get some new socks, keep my water on, you know, all that good stuff, man, yeah. and uh, Five Tie Grammy nominated too, man, so that's a blessing right there. Congratulations. Awesome. Appreciate Congratulations. that, appreciate that. All right, so we'll we'll dive in then, and um, well, I guess talk a little bit about uh, well, how did you get started as a as, were, were you you and your partner were y'all always the interns and and no 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 I'm a partner from the west side I'm from the south side um, we've been together a little bit over a decade um, it was one of those things where you know um, geographically y'all don't like each other right you know what I was, you know what's crazy thing about that I never been into that kind of stuff man. Like, for real, I've never been into, like, yo, man, you from OVs. Oh, man, you from out <laughs> south. I'm just, like, i always been a cool guy, man. So I got along with everybody, man. Um, and it was one of those things, man. Um, actually, and that's how I met Kevin. Kevin actually brought him in the studio and introduced me to him. That's that's crazy, you know? And uh, he's like, yo, I got somebody you need to meet. And he brought him in the studio, and he pressed play. And I said, hey, yo, fam, these beats are horrible. His beats was horrible. <laughs> and I was like, but you cool, man. You cool and you funny as hell. I know he's like, man, who in the hell is this dude, man? And I pressed the space bar on. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we gained a relationship after that, man. And we just built, man. We just built, man. And it was more like of um, a friendship that became a brotherhood and then eventually expanded into a business, you know, without us even trying to really plan for it, man. Because we, we was rooting for an upcoming artists and we was like on his team. So all of us was lobbying behind him for him to make it. Mm-hmm. And that situation didn't pan out the way it did. We gained great relationships from that, man. And the rest just been a history, you know what I mean? Just been history, just been steady, you know, growing and blossoming and just doing our thing, man. Man, shout out Kevin Shine real quick. Right. Man, he been connecting a ton of dots, man. Like, <laughs> yo, like, I don't Call know anybody he don't man. know. Go call him the connector, man. Man, he does it. Yeah. He definitely, does it Definitely man Definitely So as a producer um, You know we, We've talked to a few producers And everybody has a different idea Of how they want to approach a song Are, Would you consider yourself To be more about the tools Like do you have a specific set of tools That you use each time Or is it more about the feeling And something that's more personal You know it's crazy man I don't really feel like It's a set way To be a producer Or approach a record You know I could give all kind of scenarios You know uh, Of how records Had came about uh, Most people say Hey man I'm gonna go in the studio And we're gonna do this record And we're gonna try to give it to Usher And maybe Usher records it You know what I mean Nine times out of ten That may not happen That shot is very slim Um you have a better shot for me, I think, personally, getting in the studio with the producer and not really, I mean, not the producer, the artist, and not really knowing what's happening. So that's how, like, like Anaconda and Nicki Minaj came about. Like, she called us, we came in the studio, and the first thing this woman said to us, we never met her before. She said, look, we made money together without being on, you know, without us physically meeting. And she right, you know, every record she has been on that has been our record has definitely been successful. But we never met her, you know, as an artist. Mm-hmm. Got in the studio with her. She's like, we made a lot of money together. Let's make some more money. So we said, cool. And she's like, man, I can't believe y'all weren't going to even call me and try to get on my project. And we was like, what? 
<laughs> I hit the I hit the very high octave. Like, what you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, man, who you Nicki Minaj? And she's like, look, y'all the only dudes that can do this. I've been sitting on this idea for a minute, and it was a certain mix a lot. Baby got back, and um, she had like little rhyme schemes and whatever. It was just you know the baseline of do 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 do. Man, we said, look, fam, we ain't going home. We gonna see the sun come up. We get this right. Ching ching right. We got it right man You know what I'm saying We got it right It's crazy Within 24 hours And then we just Perfected for a whole week And um, the rest Was a rap, man You know And um, that was one of The situations That was dope And then Perk Had another situation Kanye flew us out To Hawaii Work with John Legend, man, and it was real dope. It was like kind of like a Motown vibe because it was a whole bunch of producers out there. The records was done, but Kanye was trying to select certain sonics, you know what I'm saying, for records. It wasn't just like, yo, that beat dope. It was like, yo, I like that hi-hat. I like that snare, <laughs> wow. all that bass, and he was just putting this stuff together, man. Like Frankenstein. And, right, and we was down there, man, and it was a dope trip, man. Like, we, we all hooped together. We ate together, you know. Sat in the studio Learned a lot You know what I'm saying From being down there with him And when we left We was just like Yo the experience was great But we probably won't Get a placement on the album You know <laughs> Not only did we get The placement on the album We had the first single You know wow. So it's like You just never know man You gotta put yourself In a situation man But always have fun with it It's all about Having fun man Tell us, tell us a little bit about the parts you play when you're in the studio with an artist. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that, that process of not necessarily just doing the beat, but actually being part of the creative process with the vocals and the production of the entire thing. Right, 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 right. Um, that process of just being in the studio, you know, with the artist, um, that may vary as well, man. Um, it's crazy because a lot of our songs stem from conversation, you know? It's just like one of those things where... When you indulge into conversation with an artist and y'all just go back and forth, you know, topic topic matters and maybe something somebody say may spark an idea and creativity for the song. So a lot of times that's what happened with us, man. We've been blessed to be able to go in the studio and physically work on these projects hands on. And yeah, you may play a beat. They may be like, yeah, that's dope. Oh, that's super dope. Yeah, I want to write to that. But it's nothing like I, I call it cooking in the kitchen, man. You know, pulling the pots out, mm-hmm. you know, greasing the pot. And actually putting the ingredients up in there, you know what I'm saying, to really get it cracking. So that's like one of the situations that we always have, you know, came across, you know. All right. So I'm wondering about, uh, I, I guess, some of your advice that you would give to a, an aspiring producer. Because nowadays, technology has changed everything, of course. Right. And so uh, just for a scenario, right? I'm an aspiring producer and I'm throwing my stuff up on SoundCloud or I'm using like PMP or something like that to try to get uh, different artists to hear my beats. Right. And I'm, I'm leasing beats for $25. Right. Or something like that. Is Do you feel like that's a, a solid path to start to build your name and to, to build equity for what you do? Or or should they take it another route? Mm. And... Um I always say is no science to get noticed. You know, um, if you have more outlets, I feel like the more acceptable you may be for people to actually indulge into your music to say, hey, who in the hell is this? Um, one thing I would totally recommend every producer, I always tell people and I encourage them to start your own. Stop looking for people. Stop wanting to stand next to Puffy. Stop wanting to stand next to Jay. Start your own And make them people Come see you Cause Cause The people I just said Outside of Jay Not yet 
definitely have hit my phone to say, hey, I need to rock with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Puff, everybody like, yo. And I'm just like, dang, it's Puff on the phone, fam. And it's like one of those things where we just made sure, man, we build our own body of work and put it out there. So, for example, it's like, yo, if you got music, if you got songwriters and different people coming in and stuff like that, build your own catalog of work and just put it out just because, you know? And when people hear about it and check it out, that will draw the masses to you. Because guess what? If you're just thinking about being in the studio, got a writer come in, you make some tracks, you're trying to pitch the record, you're trying to find, you know what I'm saying, a manager. Ow. All of that. <laughs> That's old school, man. <laughs> just go in the studio and be like, yo, this is my squad. So you got your own engineer, you got your writers, you got your beat makers, you may have your guitarist, you know what I'm saying, cello player, whoever it is, you know. But it's like y'all don't even have to be at 100% yet far as skill-wise, you just got to have a vision to say, we know we're trying to get there. Mm-hmm. And eventually, as a squad, you guys will grow and great things will happen. Talk to us a little bit about the name, The Interns. Why did you guys choose that? The Interns, man. Well, it's a mentality, man. We figure like this, man. We said, yo, you know what? One day, we're going to be pretty damn successful. We got to keep a mentality of the intern. What's the mentality of the intern? Always trying to be on top of your game. Always trying to be knowledgeable about what you need to know. You're always trying to take somebody else's spot, you know. And you definitely have the hunger and the desire just to be the best that you can be. So the DA stems from us being from Chicago, Dub Airs, Dub Bulls, you know. Right. And, you know, the interns just try to put a twist on it, man. We try to do something too, man, where we couldn't get labeled as a company where they didn't know if we were, you know, from from a different, you know, nationality or whatever, you know. It's just one of those things where it's just like the interns. It's like, what the hell? Okay, that's a Z at the end of interns and duh, duh interns, you know. So it was like one of those things where we just try to be creative with, you know, bringing the name because I tell you a lot like, okay, if their name is this, let me check out the music. Okay. But it's more of a mentality thing for us, you know. Well, man, I'm glad that you said that about about because the really the thing the theme there is staying humble, right? It's staying humble and right. staying focused and and continually wanting to achieve. Um, for young artists out there and young producers out there, a lot of times, and, and matter of fact, Kevin Shine even talked about this on his episode, where uh, they come in the door with that "I already made it" mentality right, right, or, or right, "I right. got it," right, and, right. you know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. Um, do you feel like your like your humility really has been the the key to your success? Man, you gotta be able to accept that um humility with dignity, bro. Um, definitely one of those things for me, man. It's just like when you come from an area of hey, I'm not supposed to be here, and hey, I'm really not supposed to know more than what I know, and oh my god, I can't believe I'm in this room. Oh my god, I can't believe that. I'm living like this just based off a dream I had. It's just like, why be cocky? Because the dream could be over tomorrow, man. It was a dream that you had that actually became true. It's a dream, though. It's a dream. Mm-hmm. It ain't like, oh, man, I just woke up. Yeah, man, I graduated from high school, dog, and it was just on. You know what I mean? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just man, just getting all this money. I got all these millions of records go. I got all these acclimations. It's just crazy. No, man, I actually worked for this stuff, you know what I mean? So to actually cherish that and know that someday this will be over, but it's how I present myself now for the will be over, you know what I'm saying? 
episode yeah. for people to say like, oh man, I remember when this dude was popping or I remember he was doing this. He transcended to more of a professional in the business and it just keeps on growing and going, which, you know, open doors of opportunity. So man, the whole humility thing and the whole like, oh man, you know, you had Jay-Z, you had Jay-Z and Beyonce number one record at one time, man, you know, I'm just walking around like I'm the man now, fam. Cause nothing lasts forever. Nothing, man. I called your phone again today Anxiously waiting just to hear you say Wanna seem like a stalk, but the sound of your voice puts a smile on my face. Oh, your voice, just your voice, causes a smile I can't erase. This is so much deeper than just a phone call. I'm stuck. What would you say is your biggest mistake? Mm. My biggest mistake, my biggest mistake professionally probably was um, not having enough patience. And the patience didn't have to do with anything of placement record-wise or I didn't receive the funds. Um, Tell a little story. So we used to be managed by Troy Carter. Troy Carter found Lady Gaga, you know what I mean? Um, from Lady Gaga, he started all these different businesses. He got the Atom Factory. Um, he has, you know, he's involved with Uber, Spotify, all these. You know, it's just incredible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I really felt like at the time, the management company just wasn't, putting their energy and they all into us, man, you know? And he had his company set up and facilitated like a real company. So we had our day-to-days and everything like that. And I just felt like, yo, man, like, come on, man. Like, we got to turn the corner, bro. Let's rock and roll. And the conversation that I had with him, it was professional, but not professional. You know what I mean? I didn't come with, hey, man, you know, I went out of text as far as like my conversation, man. It was just more of, I didn't have the patience to actually wait and see where we could be guided, you know, in a professional manner in our career, man. It was more just like, yo, man, if this don't happen, man, this just ain't going to work on me and we cool. And that wasn't, that wasn't, you know, the road for me to take. Now, we still brothers, man. He's like a mentor to me slash brother, you know what I mean? And um, it definitely have put the fire, the fire under my feet. You know, not only to be the best I can be, but just to really get out here and turn the corner. But like he told me, he's like, yo, man, everything happened for a reason. He said, because when that happened, man, he's like, I ain't never saw you just, you just blacked out, man. You just <laughs> blacked out on the business and went crazy. 
it's blacked out because, you know, my whole philosophy just was if we don't believe in ourselves and if we don't do it, nobody is. Right. So. So what do you see as the future of music being? Man, the future of music. That's a good question, man. I don't know, man. I mean, you know how they say everything goes in cycles. So they be like, yo, in the 90s, people was dressing like this. And then it comes back around where people start dressing like this. And they said this happened and then it goes back around. But I just think from a technology standpoint, man, since technology is just on the rise, man, music would never be the same. I think the next phase for the music game is to make CDs obsolete. You know, I mean, that's why nobody is really, the company is not really caring about really pressing up physical copies anymore. I think pretty soon everything would just be like streaming on the internet and just be a digital, you know what I'm saying, um, visual world that we live in when it comes to music, man. And um, I think that would hurt us. I think if you're in a world of movies and sync, you know, as far as commercials and stuff like that, that's a whole nother level that you could live on. But I don't think the music would be presented the same way. How do, uh, for, our, for our listeners who have never actually inked any types of deals, how do producers get paid? How do producers get paid? All right, boys and girls, I hope you got your sheets out because <laughs> this is how producers get paid, as they say. So, what they tell you? Hey, man, you make a record. Yeah. What happens when you make a record? Hey, man, Usher wants the record. Okay, Usher gets the record. Hey, man, Usher pays you the record. Now you're paid. Not quite how it goes, lady and gentlemen. This how it goes, man. You do a record, first thing first, they always want to be like, hey, we want this record. To secure this record, let's sign a producer deck. We want to get you half up front. And you say, hey, okay, cool, man, half up front. Nah, I don't suggest that. I say go into long form so you can make sure you get all your money. If you do half of your payment up front and they say they want the record, and let's say they don't want the record anymore, yeah, you got some money, but now legally you have that one record locked and tied up that who wants it now? Oh, Jay-Z wants this record. Ah, can't do nothing. And depending on the relationships within the company per your business people and yourself, you may not be able to get that record back. If you do a long form, you protect yourself. Yeah, the long form may take longer for you to get your bread, but if you do it the right way the first time, you won't have any problems. So I definitely suggest that, you know what I'm saying, to people just like, be patient. Let's go back to the patient game. Be patient. Do long form and get your money, man, because you can get paid and get your, and get, you know what I'm saying, your record tied up and now you just lost out on a potential hit. And listeners, for you guys who aren't quite sure of some of that lingo, the producer declaration is what he's speaking about. That's what the A&R admin person is going to send you to basically lock you down, whether or not they use your record. And as he's saying, that doesn't necessarily pan out, especially considering how many uh, records get dropped. So words of absolute wisdom. Thank you so much. Uh, what, what are you guys working on now? What, what can we look forward to? Man, right now, man, we just dropped something um, called Every Day is Valentine's Day, you know? Um, and cats probably be like, yo, man, well, why you guys did that? So we, like, remixed, like, Anita Baker, Angel. We got John Legend, Lil Wayne, and, like, Stacey Barf on there. We did, like, Jodeci, Freaking You. We got, like, Mario on there. We got JoJo. And basically, man, I looked at it like the space of music right now is not real music, you know? 
the tastemakers that people look up to is not even kind of sneaking that into the culture right now. So we just like, you know what? The hell with it, man. Let's do like six, seven records. Let's put it out there. And the feedback being, you know what I'm saying, super dope, man, super dope. And it's real music. It's produced. It's just like, oh, snap, you know. It's like you ain't about to go in the studio and just think, think you're about to press some buttons and get that. It's like, these dudes took their time and put that together. Salute. I very much salute the creativity, and, you know, and the craftsmanship of the production of this record. And that's all we did it for, man. It wasn't for like, hey, man, we were trying to be cool. Like, yo, I feel like I've been cool ever since my mama had me. So it's just like one of them things where it's like, <laughs> yo, I'm just presenting this to the public so they could be like, man, this an option for me? Okay, cool. It's not enough options out there, bro. Yo, hey, that's dope, man. Matter of fact, can we get that record? Then we need to we need to play that on yeah, the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, if you want to, I know you could download it like right now on uh, livemixtapes.com. If you go on livemixtapes.com, just press the download. It's for the free ninety nine. You're good to go, man. You know. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Any uh any parting words? Anything you want to shout out? Plug yourself, man. You know, uh, our mantra is write your life, man. Um. I always say, uh, write your life in anything you do, man. Whether it's you the mail, the mail lady, um, if you, you know, deliver garbage, whatever, you know what I'm saying, pick up garbage, whatever you do, like write your life. And the whole write your life slogan is just like, be the best you can be, you know what I'm saying? We're doing that. Don't look back. It's just like if you say you wanna move to California and you wanna be a mailman, be a damn mailman in California. That's your dream to live in California. You're just a damn mailman. Get to get up every day to look at the palm trees mm-hmm. and see the mountains behind the mountains. Hey, man, live life, you know, and figure things out. So we always say, man, encourage yourself to write your life, which means create your own path, create your own destiny. I always go back to create your own, man. I don't, I'm not really a salesman of, hey, man, you find this person and then this will happen for you. It's just like create your own, man. Some way, somehow, eventually things blossom. Take the seed, put it up in the dirt, and water it, man. Watch it grow, bro. Too, we really appreciate you, t- appreciate you taking out time and talking good, with us, man. man. I'm glad you guys had me, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, your social media. Social media, um, Twitter tag is um, the interns, D-A-I-N-T-E-R-N-Z. And you can find me at Instagram as interns, I-N-T-E-R-N-Z. That's intern. Without the S, just the Z. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. Oh, good. Appreciate y'all, fellas. Kareem Mix. If I could, I'd give you the world. Wrap it all around you. Won't be satisfied with just a piece of this heart. My. You're my angel, yeah. 
only wearing drawers to the doctor. She switch her hair up like the feds watching. She got a cell phone and a torture phone. I paid her bill twice. She got a house phone for decoration. Hold up. She keep herself up real nice. She the shit plus two. She kiss herself before she go to sleep. I don't know what keep her from saying I'm the shit. Fuck you. And still put up with my shit. I just thank my lucky stars when the sky lit like a pilot. Hold up. She sleep in a fetal position. She sleep with her feet on a nigga. Hold up. She cook and feed and feed off a nigga. Hold up. Girl, just breathe on a nigga. Ooh, I cut a needle, bake her on and make her moan and break her bone. She at home with nothing but an apron on, halo glowing. I'm the only horny devil that that angel waiting on. Cause when she fell from heaven, I was there to break the fall. Lord, oh, she mine. Visit us at the 9010rule.com. That's 9010rule.com.